The views expressed on The Pickleball Show are not necessarily those of the USAPA. The Pickleball Show is the official podcast of the USAPA dedicated to growing the sport of pickleball around the country. Show your support and become a USAPA member today. Visit USAPA.org. From Bainbridge Island to the Villages. Pickleball is one of the fastest growing sports in America. Buckeye to Abbotsford. Time out, baby, yeah! St. George to Rochester and all points in between. If you've heard of pickleball or you already play it, then you know. This is the Pickleball Show. Hello, my name's Wayne Mugley, pickleball lover. And here's the host of the Pickleball Show, Chris Allen. Live from the PBX Club Studios in Asheville, North Carolina, it's the Pickleball Show. I am your host, Chris Allen. We'll talk with Mark Renison in just a minute. He's got a brand new ebook out. First, though, got a special announcement for you. You know, we've done Pickleball Summit a couple of times in a couple of different locations, Charlotte, North Carolina, Indianapolis, Indiana, and now I am happy to say that Pickleball Summit will be coming home right here to Asheville, North Carolina. March 31st, April 1st and 2nd, that's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we would love to have you come to the mountains, come to Asheville. We have a great facility with 18 indoor pickleball courts that's going to be great weather is not a factor doesn't matter rain or shine wind sun doesn't matter we're going to play and play and play all weekend long again that's march 31st april 1st and 2nd now who's going to be here you ask well we've got a couple of national champions pickleball summit favorite can't get enough of them national champion matthew blom will be joining us also down from the villages coming up to north carolina national champion Brian Staub will be here also. She was the breakout star of this year's Nationals, finalist in both singles and mixed, and she is playing a super aggressive game that is really the future of pickleball, and this is your first chance to get a glimpse of it, and she'll share all of her secrets with you. It is Lucy Kovalova. She will be joining us as one of the pros and also from Third Shot Sports in Canada, and our guest today he'll be at pickleball summit as well mark renison so come on down to Asheville, share the court with these four pros they're going to be teaching you their tricks their secrets they're going to take your game to the next level and we're going to have a great time doing it it's march 31st april 1st and 2nd we're going to have four different groups divided into skill levels so whatever your level is there will be a group for you also if you have a partner your spouse plays or you have a friend and maybe you guys aren't exactly the same skill level that doesn't matter you can be in one group and your partner your spouse can be in another we've got a great deal going on right now you can bring a partner for half price buy one ticket get the next ticket for half price you'll find all the details at pickleballsummit.com go there right now pickleballsummit.com and of course i have linked to it in the show notes get your tickets right now because it's very limited only 72 tickets total for this whole event pbx club members have had a chance to go ahead and purchase tickets early and about half of them are already gone so if you want to come we'd love to have you don't delay go to pickleballsummit.com and 
and get your tickets right now. All right, let's head up to Canada and talk with our guest today, Collingwood, Ontario, just a couple of hours north of Toronto. That is the home of Third Shot Sports and Mark Renison. Hey, Mark, how are you doing today? Hey, Chris, I am doing well, although we are under a serious blanket of snow right now. My dog loves it. She bounds through the snow drifts. <laughs> Would this be Lacey? This is, this is Lacey the dog. Makes frequent cameo appearances on our videos. Oh, yeah, always, always uh, up for a, a good Lacey appearance in your videos and, and really enjoy <laughs> enjoy the videos with or without Lacey. You also, Mark Renison, do a great job in your videos. <laughs> oh, well, I, I, not, I try. It's well, not I, all I feel about Lacey. Like I'm, I'm taking advantage of, uh, of either my dog or my child, but I hope people like them. It's actually, that's you're violating the first rule of, uh, of theatrics, according to uh, Laurence Olivier. He used to say uh, that the first rule of acting was to never share the stage with a baby, an animal, or another actor playing Julius Caesar or Jesus Christ. So... <laughs> Well, that was the I think first I violated rule. two of those four rules. We'll see if, we'll see if in uh, 2017 I can break some of the others. Yeah, but you, you're holding your own though. It's tough to share the camera with a dog or a baby, and so you're working. You're you're doing very well, and you've got a brand new ebook. It seems to be working for me. The name of the ebook is 20 Drills and 10 Games to Play Better Pickleball. I like the way that you've put this together because I'm, I feel like I'm the test subject here because I hate drilling. I just flat out, I just don't like drilling because I feel like I'm just kind of standing there and I'm doing the same things over and over again and, and it, there's no real context to it, but you've taken the drills and you've made them fun. You've, you've made them into games. It feels different than when I'm just standing there. Well, that is the highest form of praise I can hear as someone who is a who dislikes drills yet somehow likes uh, what we're offering here. I was never planning on doing this book. You know, I'm focused on making the videos. I'm focused on doing the clinics uh, around North America. And that was kind of the plan. What happened is I fielded so many emails from people, either people who were in our clinics who would write to me and say, Mark, hey, can you send me a list of those drills we did yesterday? They were great. Or what was that drill I had to do to deal with a, a high lob to my backhand? Mm -hmm. Can you remind me? So there are so many people who wanted records of drills that we had already done. And then I also had tons of emails and phone calls from people who, who I hadn't met previously who just said, you know what? I'm ready. I'm ready to get better. And playing recreational pickleball with my friends at my local gym, YMCA, whatever, is fine. But I'm now at the point where I want to start to get better. So do you have a recommendation for some drills I could do? So between those two kinds of contacts, I said to myself, all right, it's time that we actually put something out there that anyone can access. Give us an example now of, say, one of the games. There's 10 different games in here, and this is a, a way that you can practice something without feeling like you're practicing. So an important distinction for your listeners is, like, what's the difference between a drill and a game? And drills tend to be more closed in nature. So let's imagine you're working on hitting a third shot drop. Mm -hmm. So if you serve to me and I return it back to you and you try to drop it in the kitchen and you just repeat, we keep doing it again and again and again and again and again. That's a drill, okay. right? It's, it's, it's what we call relatively closed. Um, you know exactly what's going to happen every single time and you just do it to perfect that skill. That's a drill. Games are different. Games are a little more open-ended. Games have scoring. Games have winners. They have losers. And they have an element of unpredictability. And that's what people find fun, 
right? Is that you don't quite know it's, what's going to happen. Uh-huh. But the thing is with the games that we have, these games are, are modified in a way to really hone in on a specific skill. So I'll give you an example. Oh, one of the favorites. Um, we did this at the clinics a lot. You and I have talked previously about how important it is to gain an advantage with your serve, mm-hmm. right? And whether that's hitting it hard, whether that's hitting it really deep, whether that's aiming for a weakness like a backhand, whether that's putting spin on it, whether it's hitting hard at someone's body, something to gain an advantage. Now, when people play real games and they know that if they miss their serve, that's going to be a side out. It's understandable when someone hesitates to really go for it. So one of the games that is in our book is called Two Serve Points. And this is really simple. It's exactly like regular game. You play regular pickleball, nothing is special. Except if the server misses their serve, they get a second chance. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so what this does is this then frees up the server to be more aggressive with their serve. And so if they want to aim for that sideline or if they want to aim to the tee or if they want to, you know, they would normally hit their serve so it lands in the middle of the court just past the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, now they can they can take that risk and go a little bit deeper, right, to put more pressure on the returner because they know if they do miss, they get a second chance. It's almost like in and tennis, you can go ahead and just go full out on your first serve because you're going to get that second one that's your safety serve. That's right. Gotcha. And while in a real game, of course, you don't get two serves, this is a way to encourage people to push themselves a little bit, to take a little bit of a risk in a way that doesn't have a, a huge detrimental effect. And everyone on the court knows what the rule is. Okay, guys, we're, we're playing two serve points. And over time, as you work on going for a little bit more on your, on your serve, you'll start to gain the confidence, you'll start to gain the consistency that when you do play real matches, you now know that you can hit that serve a little more aggressively or in a way that causes more trouble for your opponent. So two serve points is one that people love because what surprises them is even though they're going for more, even though they're being more aggressive on the on the serve, they actually make them more often than they expect they would. We're talking with Mark Renison from thirdshotsports.com and his new ebook, 20 Drills and 10 Games to Play Better Pickleball. So that's one of the games. It's called Two Serve Points. What is one of the drills that uh, you've gotten some good feedback on? This is a tough one because we get a lot of good feedback. Um, We've got a few drills in here that actually don't involve paddles. One of the, the misconceptions about pickleball is that The main skill of pickleball is how you hit the ball, how you swing. The truth is, you might have the most beautiful swing in the world, but if you can't get to the ball, it doesn't matter. And this is true whether you're talking about volleying, whether you're talking about retrieving a lob, whether you're talking about hitting a return of serve or a dink. If you can't get to the ball, how perfect your swing is doesn't matter. So we've got a few activities that are focused just on moving to the ball. Because if you can move to the ball well, you set yourself up to hit the ball well. And so we have one drill that's called paddle-free volleys. You can imagine, imagine, you you know, kitchen line to kitchen line is 14 feet. So imagine if I throw that ball really fast, underhand, just barely over the net, two or three feet to your left or right side, it takes a fair bit of skill and good reflexes to be able to move quickly enough to catch that ball. Mm -hmm. As you get better at that, as you get better at receiving balls, identifying where the ball is going and then moving to it, it becomes so much easier to hit it well, as opposed to using your paddle as sort of an implement with which you can reach for things. You know, when you watch the best players, they're not great at reaching. They're great at moving. And so whether it's paddle-free volleys or paddle-free smashing, those drills have been really popular. One other one that people like a lot is called touch-and-catch volleys. 
So very often uh, I have people write to me or when we're doing our clinics and we send out a, a questionnaire in advance of the clinic saying, hey, what are the key things you would like to improve during our time together? And one of the things people really wish they could get better at is when they're at the kitchen line, uh, they've just returned serve, they're coming into the net, their opponents are at the baseline, and their opponents slam it at them. They're bangers, or they just hit a hard third shot drive. And people would love to hit that soft volley that just barely goes over the net and lands in the kitchen and wins them the point. But very often when they try to do this, they don't have the right feel. Their volley ends up going too far. It goes past the kitchen line. It's like a sitting duck for their opponents. So we've got a drill called touch and catch volleys. It sounds very simple. It is actually really difficult to do well, where uh, you get either your partner, your training partner, or a ball machine if you have one. Mm -hmm. You can even do it against a wall if you like. And what happens is the ball is sent to you fast, a fast low ball like a drive. Okay. And your job is to, to play a volley, but to be so soft with your hands, to have so much control that rather than sending the ball back over the net, you let the ball touch your paddle and then you catch it in your non-dominant hand. We do this because very often it's important to sort of overcompensate the other way. So if your main problem when I drive the ball at you is you, you hit it back too far, too far, too far, you mm -hmm. keep hitting it back too far. It's important to then sort of do the opposite. And so by asking you to sort of to touch and then catch with this volley, I'm asking you to be too soft to find the other extreme. And so what happens when you become good at this and for the vast majority of players, this takes a fair bit of time before they can have soft enough hands and can absorb enough to touch with their paddle and then catch with their other hand. Now you've found two extremes. You know what it's like to hit the volley too hard and you know what it's like now to hit the volley too soft. And once you've found those two extremes, you can then work your way somewhere in the middle so that when your opponent drives that ball at you from the baseline, you can be soft enough with that volley that it doesn't go way back to them. It, in fact, just drops over the net and wins you a point. So touch and catch volleys, we've had a lot of people who, who love doing this. They love the challenge of it, but they also love the effectiveness of it. And that's one of the 20 drills and then uh, the, the two serve points. That's one of the 10 games in Mark's new ebook, 20 Drills and 10 Games to Play Better Pickleball. And since it is an ebook, you can get it immediately. You can download it to your smartphone, your iPad, uh, your computer, whatever you like. And uh, you'll always have it with you. And you can get it at thirdshotsports.com. Go to Third Shot Sports and uh, click on the blue banner up at the top of the website. And that will take you directly to where you can order the book. And uh, how much is it, Mark? It's 15 bucks. We wanted to make this affordable, easy for people to get. When you get it, it's yours. So you can print it off. We've had lots of people use it. You know, if they're coaching teams or they're doing drill sessions, we want these to be used. So nice. Yeah, go out there. And, Boy, and you talk and about it and use it. 20 drills and 10 games. That's 30 altogether. 15 bucks. That's 50 cents a lesson. That's a pretty good deal, isn't it? And you've got an even better deal for PBX Club members. If you are a member of PBX Club, there is a special discount code in your weekly PB Excellent Deals newsletter. So if you're not a PBX Club member, go to freepbxclub.com. Otherwise, go to thirdshotsports.com and click on the blue banner, and that'll take you directly to uh, the order page for 20 drills and 10 games to play better pickleball.
Mark, I wanted to uh, ask you real quick. You mentioned about playing against bangers, and uh, I've been hearing this distinction more and more lately, and I wanted to get your thoughts on it. Uh, some people, they'll call somebody a banger, but then they'll they'll look at a really good player and they'll say, oh, well, they're just playing a power game. And I'm wondering <laughs> wondering what the, uh, what the distinction is. Like at Nationals, they were talking about Matt Wright and Lucy Kovalova. Kovalova. It's like, well, they're playing the power game. But I'm always thinking, well, what's the difference between that and somebody that's a banger? It's kind of like when you have an uncle, and if the uncle doesn't have any money, then he's crazy. But if he has a lot of money, then he's eccentric, you know? (laughs) (laughs) You ever heard that distinction? It's like, oh, that's Uh, I have now. I'm going to use that. Oh, yeah. So I think it's sort of the same thing. It's like uh, if they're playing and they're not that good, they're a banger. But if they're really good and they're playing the same way, then they're playing the power game. What do you think about that? You know what? I think that your example of the poor uncle and the rich uncle is perfect. Here's why. The banger is like the poor uncle. They have very limited resources and they use the one thing that they've got. The power players like Wright and Kovalova, they can use whatever they want. They've got many resources at their disposal and they are deliberately choosing to use that one. And so a banger is someone who who doesn't know better. A banger is someone who has one game style at their disposal and they use it. When that ball comes back, they hit it hard. Whereas the power players, they may be a power player right now in this particular match, and you might watch them in another match and they play differently. And that's because they have a huge repertoire. They can hit the third shot drop. They can play the dinking game. They can play the soft game, but they're choosing not to. And they're choosing not to because they have assessed the situation that their powerful shots are good enough that they will overpower the players at the net. And that's a deliberate choice. It's a strategic choice that's made usually before the match even begins. And sometimes as they test it out early on, they try a few third shot drives at their opponents and they realize that their opponents aren't handling it well. And then they make that decision, all right, it's power game time. So the power players are doing it by choice and the bangers are doing it out of necessity. I knew that you would be the guy to make sense out of that and to turn that distinction into a little bit of pickleball wisdom. And you did it. Nice job. (laughs) Well, thanks, Chris. (laughs) I just threw that out at you and you didn't even know it was coming. And then you were able to just craft that into something like that. You know, it's interesting. And like, I think this is one of the things that I try to focus on when I coach is that there are many ways to play good pickleball. And using the power game is one of the options. And there's times that it's smart and there's times that it's not. You asked about drills. One of the drills that we have is called third shot drop or drive. It's a decision-making drill, which I know is um, an area of interest for you. Oh, yeah. Because shot selection to me is, yeah, that's that's where I think the majority of my mistakes are mental shot selection mistakes. Yeah. Exactly. And so it's a drill. It's super simple, easy to follow. The pictures are clear. And it's a drill to help people identify when is it a good time to play a third shot drop and when is it a good time to play a third shot drive because well-rounded effective players can do both they have to be able to do both and so that's why we included that drill and others like it in this book 
Nice. 20 drills and 10 games to play better pickleball. Mark Redison from Third Shot Sports. Mark, always a pleasure to talk to you and look forward to doing it again. Thanks, Chris. You too. And yeah, looking forward to seeing you down here. Pickleball Summit coming up March 31st, April 1st and 2nd. Mark Redison's going to be here from Third Shot Sports along with national champion Matthew Blom, national champion Brian Staub, national finalist Lucy Kovalova, all four of these pros are going to be sharing their tips, their techniques, their secrets with you. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to train. We're going to play. We're going to compete. Check out all the details at PickleballSummit.com. Tickets are already halfway sold out. So if you want to come, we'd love to have you. But don't wait. Get your tickets right away. And there'll never be a better time because right now you can bring a partner for half price. That's right. Buy one ticket, get one for half price. Go to PickleballSummit.com right now. All the details are there. I'm Chris Allen. This is the Pickleball Show. And until next week, keep them low. The Pickleball Show is brought to you by PBX Club. PBX stands for Pickleball Excellence. Join today and get the latest pickleball tips and strategies, news, and opinion. Save money on paddles and other equipment with coupon codes to online pickleball retailers. Get travel discounts to tournaments and a whole lot more. How much does it cost to become a PBX Club member? Well, it's free. Just go to freepbxclub.com. That's freepbxclub.com. There's even a link in the show notes for this episode. FreePBXClub.com. PBX Pickleball Excellence. Join the club. It's free.